So, um, I had a hamster. <laughs> it lasted two weeks, not because it died, but because my dad made me take it back to the pet shop because it bit me and he heard me shout, oh shit. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Hello. Hi, Emily. Hi, Joy. How are you today? I'm amazing. Amazing? Well, I mean, I'm as, I'm average. <laughs> you know, that whatever. Turned quickly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. How are you? I'm well. That's well. amazing. Mm, yeah. And that makes me very happy. Doing okay. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the residuals. Welcome yes. back. Welcome back. To, uh, to all four people who are listening. Yeah. Is it that many? Yeah. That's family. You invited family. Yeah, me and and me. I listened yeah. oh, to it. Okay. So it's two. I'll and someone who found it accidentally from I'll send Finland. My mom the link. <laughs> someone listening to it from Finland going, This is not the improv group that also calls themselves the residuals. This oh, is not this is not amusing. No. I mean it's kind of improv, but kind of, yeah. it's not funny. Okay, so well should we start? Yes, let's start. Uh it's your turn. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Well, I work in the entertainment industry. I make TV shows. Um, I'm going to try and keep all identifying markers out of this just for privacy of people because, you know, this is is my story and I'm telling it uh, from my point of view, I guess. But um, a few years ago, I worked on a television show uh, with, it was unscripted. So it featured real real people mm-hmm. from real life. And uh, part of the story that they had was there had been a really bloody tragic death of a child who oh had taken their own life, um, a young child, because kids are fucking mean and they bullied them because this kid was different. Oh and... That's why, as parents, you and I are responsible for raising some kids who are not dickheads. Normally on the show, we'd done quite a few episodes beforehand. And, you know, we had a production trailer on site. The cameras all had wireless packs on the back of them. And, you know, so we had a live feed to the production truck that we were in from all of the cameras. Mm -hmm. And audio and all of that stuff as well. So... Basically, the a day or so after we got there, uh, things started happening electronically. The cameras were fritzing out. We were getting electrical interference in the feed into the trailer that we were in. And just strange things started to happen. Walkie issues, just things that we'd never encountered before. This was a show that was quite a few seasons deep. Mm-hmm. And they had it down to a science and this kind of thing. We had amazing personnel, like a fantastic crew on this show and everyone was super good at their jobs. So this kind of event was just strange. Nothing that should have happened right. at all. 
So we were a traveling circus on this show. And so we would all stay at the same hotel. And the hotel we stayed at was nice. Real nice. Mm -hmm. It was new-ish. But, you know, it wasn't... Like, we'd stayed at some dodgy hotel (laughs) where their claim to fame was that Nicolas Cage's goth son had stayed there at one point and they had a framed picture of him and they also had a jacuzzi in the main suite that we did find some blood spatter in <gasps> well no we think someone went hunting and snuck a deer in and well, maybe you know as you do no big deal as you do oh i also found Wait, a no, vertebrae as you do we, we were do yeah we were out in the countryside and i found just random vertebrae laying about and i'm a, I'm a true crime freak and i was just like oh, i found a fucking body and then someone was like no that's no That's from livestock, you idiot. Anyway, we're doing this show. Weird shit starts happening. One of my co-workers is really into the woo-woo crystal shit, which, like, we talked about last episode. And so she had some sage with her that she carried to all of... Yeah. Really? Yeah, she carried okay. Sage with her to every single You missed me just location. like my jaw dropping on the table when she said that. That's why there was, was, there was a third, reaction. but we, we, we edited the third. <laughs> and so she gave each of us, um, immediate production crew, uh, in the creative department, Sage to put mm-hmm. in our back pockets in our jeans to just keep around with us. Mm-hmm. So... So, like, everybody was on board with this being, like, a fucking weird event. Even our most skeptical people, you could feel it. It was, like, static electricity. Yeah, it was weird. Mm. So, it was just uncomfortable. It wasn't anything malicious. It was just something making their presence known of, I'm here and I'm with you during this. Like, this needs to happen for these people. Mm. It's okay, you know thank you kind of deal, I guess, whatever. So uh, we started having strange things happening at this hotel. We had televisions going off and on for people, bathroom doors opening while people were sitting on the toilet. Oh, that's just Doing rude. their business. That's rude. Yeah, but, you know, it was that's just... Some, that's some kid stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's little kid stuff. So after the show... My, my woo-woo girlfriend on it said, you know, I'm going to go and get a, a cleansing, an energy cleansing mm-hmm. from my spiritual healer. Mm-hmm. I think maybe you should go. And I'd never had anything like this done before. You were like, so I was like, in my back pocket. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I saged myself, but okay. You know, and I thought it's worth anything. I'm up for anything. Sure. Well, within reason. Right. With this side of things. Okay. Other stuff, maybe not. Um, so I go. We'll have to investigate yeah. where you draw that line sometimes. That's another episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I go to this lady and lay on her very comfortable table. She covers me with the different, like the rainbow colored silk and um, scarves, and she puts um, different crystals mm-hmm. that referred to, I'm sorry, <laughs> that referred to my chakras. On my chakra points, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. she did. She, it was lovely and calm. And prior to us doing this, she told me some stuff that no one else knows. Really? No one else knows. Mm-hmm. Um, she. So when I was, when I was nineteen, my cousin was murdered in a mm-hmm. foreign country. They mm-hmm. never found out who did it. We grew up together. Like we spent so much time together. 
and grew apart as we got older because that's what kids do as teenagers and I grew up horse riding like I grew up in bumfuck in the countryside in the middle of nowhere so I grew up a farm girl like riding tractors we would rope up baby bulls which are called bullocks which is different to bollocks which is balls these were bullocks so we would rope them up they were friendly as hell and we would ride them around the field Mm-hmm. As you do. But, you know, I was a horsey girl. So um, this lady's sitting there talking to me and she describes my cousin in exact detail. And then she pauses and says, you used to do something that brought you a lot of joy. And I think it has something to do with horses. What? Is that correct? And my, like, the blood went out of my body. It was just like, the f- you know that feeling that you get when the principal calls you to the office <laughs> and you're like, it was yeah it was like that and she said to me he wants you to do that again you need to do something outside of work that is going to bring you joy because Mm -hmm. I'm a workaholic and I always have been and I need to I still haven't gone back to doing stuff for myself because now it's I work and I'm a you know I love my family Mm -hmm. and so that's my that's my life now and there's really not much I do for myself other than this podcast with you so Fuck, I am going off the rails. I know, but I, I'm sitting here going, I relate to all of this. Yeah. Same, 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 same. same. Uh, maybe I you mean, do too, horses there. specifically. You don't? No. You didn't, you didn't do that? I rode like a couple ponies at like oh. Playland when I was a kid. But no, we didn't have horses. Mm. I just want to like paint some more. Again, See? off the rails. They, no, but they, it makes you happy, right? Right, yeah. And there you go. You know, I have a family too. And yeah. this is, if you have not heard... Our one other episode other than this one. <laughs> With um, my child we, shouting. We both have kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's hard to get out and do stuff. Right. For yourself. Yeah. You're so used to, like, making sure everybody else is taken care of. And it's hard to do something for yourself. Everything other than you is prioritized. Right. Like, above you. It's... Oh, did I eat today? No, but the food shopping for everything else is done and, like, right. the house is clean and, yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't eat until... Like, until I saw you. Today. Until two o'clock, I scoffed down a sandwich because I hadn't eaten yet. And I ate in the car on the yeah, way. Exactly. Um, anyway. Okay. So anyway. So anyway. So yeah. So she does this cleansing, and I've got to tell you, man, I felt so relaxed. It felt like I was floating off the table in some Ooh. crazy batshit craft style, light as a feather, stiff as a board. So I get up to leave, and as I'm about to walk out the door. She suddenly says, I, I need you to stay. I need you to stay for a little bit longer. I feel like you're maybe not grounded. And I think that you should stay. Ooh. So it was five minutes that I stayed there. Now, her place was maybe a five, seven minute drive from where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was living with my now husband. And where our apartment was, it was on a very quiet street that was just a straight shot street. Like, there were no bends, there was no, you know, mm-hmm. straight shot street. So she made me stay for five minutes. And I get out to my car, I'm sitting in my car, just futzing about on my phone, because that that's what you do. And then suddenly my phone starts blowing up, blowing up. And it's my husband. And he's freaking out, where are you? Oh. Are you okay? Where are you? And I was like, well, I, you know, I left late. I'm on my way home now. I get home to find 
someone had been driving down this street, somehow managed to flip their car, span on its roof, slid across the road, and slammed into the spot that I always park my (gasps) car, where I would have been getting out of my car if I had left when I was supposed to be leaving. Holy crap. It was crazy. The woman was okay. Mm -hmm. I would have been killed. No doubt about it. (gasps) So she was like... Grounded, yeah, you actually, don't need I don't. You, uh, you should stay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like she, you, you just go see her all the time now. Or you yeah. just, just, did you Honestly, move her into your house? I haven't been back. <gasps> yeah. Did you tell her what happened? No. <gasps> oh my god. If, honestly, it didn't cross my mind. I was too freaked out. If you would like to share your story, either in person or through email, please let us know. We would love to chat with you or read your stories for the five people who listen. You can choose to stay anonymous or come out of the haunted closet, whichever you prefer. We simply ask that they are 100% your stories. We know a lot of your friends and relatives have really interesting ones, but these are first-hand accounts. So if you think that your mother-in-law has the greatest ghost story on the planet, by all means, encourage her to contact us, but please don't tell the story for her. Also, none of that creepypasta Reddit shenanigans we can Google. If we say something that's wrong and we misinform you on the podcast, please let us know. We truly hate being wrong and would rather know the truth, but please just try not to be a dick about it. One of the easiest ways to learn more about us is to go to our website, which is theresidualspodcast.com. That's theresidualspodcast.com. with an S, podcast.com. On our website, you can find a link to contact us, or you can do it directly via email by writing to us at theresidualspodcast.com at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at the underscore residuals underscore podcast we'll upload any pertinent information events or stories there and sometimes we'll have pictures or videos relating to the stories we tell on each episode i know it's very exciting now occasionally we will have requests for specific themes or stories for you to tell us regarding your unexplained and paranormal experiences our podcast is coming out on wednesdays because let's face it the week is too long as is and it's something to break up that monotonous shithole of your monday through friday we're going to be starting with two episodes a month we would love to do it more frequently but we both have jobs and kids and partners and pets who need feeding and bum wiping We'd quickly like to thank our partners for encouraging us to do something for our bloody selves. Childcare for making this possible, purple-planet.com for providing our music, and to dead people. Because without you, this wouldn't be possible. We love you all. Now, rejoin our residual selves where we are already bullshitting about our crystals and life in Los Angeles. Well, I can hear a bird chirping in the background. It's just going to... We also have a squirrel colony out back, so it could be them. It could be the asshole that likes to antagonize my dogs that makes them go absolutely batshit crazy. So much wildlife in this city. I know, right? You wouldn't think that we're four blocks from the 101. Mm. Which to you non-Californians, you take it to the 405 and then to the 10 to get to the beach. Yeah. To the PCH. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. A little bit of geography for you. Yeah. <laughs>
Anywho, going back. Yeah, sorry. Okay, Joy, okay. you're up. All right, so let's see. Um, I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about today. I'm just going to say it took half an hour for me to tell like a seven-minute story just then. <laughs> it's going to be some editing. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me move this thing. Um, all right. So let's see. How old am I? Uh, 40. So What? I thought you were 22. That's fine. I'm 40. I'm oh, fine. you look damn fine. That's right. Uh, Especially your ass. <laughs> the cushions are talking about cushions are talking to me they're this whispering is, this is why it takes half an hour yeah. <laughs> talking about my ass um, alright so I lived in Rhode Island for a long time and for a while I lived in this little town called Hope uh, right outside of like Cranston if you've ever been up there you know and we lived um, I had two other roommates and we lived in this old farmhouse Ooh. but we didn't live in the farmhouse we lived in the old servants quarters oh shit so it was like three floors um and it was all attached to the main house so every floor there was a door at the end of a hallway or a room that nope. went into the main house no nope. no nope. <laughs> how old was this farmhouse how oh, long I, it's 17 1800s i mean it was it, it was, was some old. mayflower shit it was old i mean it was wow. yeah so we had ended up talking to the um the owner about the place Somehow we found out that there was, like, supposed to be a cemetery nearby. Oh, as you do. like, the family around. Because, you know, all of that area around used to belong to the farm. And now there were houses closer by because it had been sold off as those things happened. So it it wasn't like anything specific ever happened in the house. It was just more like a feeling like somebody was around or, or a few people around. But, like, we never saw anything. Right. Nothing ever moved. We didn't hear any specific noises that we were like attributing to a ghost or anything it was just a feeling that something was around like kind of keeping an eye did it feel like when you were in a room by yourself you weren't in a room like there was someone standing by you or at least someone standing in the yeah yeah. in the room like I very very infrequently feel like I'm completely alone so let me just like get that out of the way first um I get that yeah um so we started sort of like researching a little bit and we found the cemetery. It was through the woods, quite a, a distance. But when we realized like some of the trees were not the same as the other trees in the area, mm-hmm. there was a grouping of pine trees that were a little bit taller and a little different looking than the rest of the trees. And we realized it was in a heart shape. No! So the pine trees are, like, back in the woods. You can't see the road from where we are. We had to go over, like, a stone wall. And this isn't, like, an area that's well-traveled. It's, like, up in the hills. Right. Even people that live in the area don't know that it's over there. So we're across the street, and we realize, like, these pine trees are in this heart. And the entire cemetery from the house is inside this heart. Shut up. So they, like, (laughs) they built... They, like, planted all these trees just to encompass the cemetery. And we go through and we see the people's names or the owners of the house. And then set back a little bit further away, but still within that heart-shaped pine tree section, is, like, just a smaller stone. And it says something like, um, to Ruth, or in memory of Ruth and all the other colored servants from the house. Wow. Right? Which, honestly, I think that's kind of 
rare. Yeah, I feel like I haven't, and I've been in like a lot of cemeteries right. in Rhode Island and stuff, and right. like Connecticut, and I have not seen that very often. That's like a respect a level of. I mean, it was a they large, shouldn't have had. I mean, slides. it wasn't like Let's, a. Right, I don't. No, you know, we're not that's like not. I'm not endorsing that. People. No, it's not that. It's you know, just, I'm not. I'm not giving them props for having no, no, respect. No, no. However, that's just not something that you really. But care time about. period wise, and like mentality, and like where the world was at socially at that point. That was not a very common thing. Right. Especially to have like a rather large memorial in actual stone in the same cemetery a permanent as one. Yeah, yeah, like as the people of the owners of the farm. So we're like, wow, that's crazy. We look around a little bit more. We go back to the house, we have a normal night, and I go up and I go to bed. I'm laying in bed and my room was on the top floor on the third floor. And it was like under the eaves, so the roof was pitched, and the ceiling was pitched, and across was the bathroom, and then there's a bathroom uh, closet that went straight through into the main house. Right. With like closet secret doors. Right. So I'm just laying there, and I'm in that like half awake, half asleep sort of period where I'm like dreaming, but I'm not quite asleep, you know, like you start thinking about things, but like part of your brain is still awake enough to know that you're dreaming. I feel like, isn't that like the reptile brain? It's like, uh, I have to look that up because I'm not as, that's like, uh, uh, I feel like the rep, sorry to interrupt. Reptile brain for me is like, that's where we get that intuitive, something of, I don't know, just being, being aware. Yeah, I don't know. It, it do you know what like, I mean? It yeah, it was like being aware, but also at the same time being very involved in what's being shown to you, even though it's a dream. Right, right. Yeah. So I remember I'm like laying on the right side of the bed, and I'm laying on my back, which is something I rarely did at the time. Um, and I'm like seeing a woman sort of walking around the house, and she's got like a long dress on and an apron and like a thing in her hair covering her head. And she's walking around just doing things, like picking things up, like chores or whatever. And I'm looking, and I feel like I'm squinting at her, like trying to get a better look because it was blurry, and I mm-hmm. couldn't see her face. And mm-hmm. I kept trying to see her face. And every time, even though she'd, like, turned to look at me, I could not see any kind of feature on her face whatsoever. Oh, God. And then in real life, not in this dream, something felt like it was next to me, standing mm. next to me in bed. And then all of a sudden, in my right ear, very close to my head, and very definitely outside of my body, and not something I was listening to inside of me, I heard, that's me. (gasps) Shut up! And I, like, (laughs) shot up in bed. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Was the voice like a, like a, uh, was it, it wasn't like trying to be intimidating or anything. It was just like. It was just her going, you're looking at me. That's me. That's, you're trying to see me, but I'm telling you like, that's me. How long did this happen after you found? It was like the same night. Shut up. Oh no. It was, we went home and we had dinner and went to bed and it was the same night. Holy shit. As we found that cemetery and saw, and I was like, oh, so okay, that's Ruth. Cool. Hi Ruth. How's it going? I swear, like, never has any, the clearness of the voice being external, like, I could feel a breath, like, I could feel the vibration in my ear, Yeah. because it was 
someone there. Yeah. It wasn't one of those like noises you hear when you're falling asleep and, and dreaming. Right. It was there. <laughs> and it was the exact same day that we found that cemetery. So, not the longest story, but... Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And we I stayed living in that house for a while after that. I never like... I don't remember ever feeling scared in there. I mean, I still felt the same kind of thing after that I felt before they said anything, you know, before that happened. I was just like, somebody's around, taking care of stuff. Wow. Yeah. It was super weird. That's bonkers. <laughs> That's absolutely bonkers. Any weird stuff oh my God. Yeah, it does. Really weird stuff. This is like the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> I really cannot wait I'm to hear more. I'm glad that I haven't told you all of these No, too. you <laughs> haven't told me this. No. Yeah. Oh it was God. a big pink farmhouse. It was so great. Do I you have any pictures place. of it? Probably not. I don't know if they're on my memory cards. Maybe. Like digital camera. Cause <laughs> it wasn't during the, the Kodak disposable time? No. No. Uh, no, it wasn't. What year was that? Oh, God, 2003? 2003, probably. Yeah. You know, I really loved that time because you didn't put stuff on the internet. Right. There is there is no trail no. of breadcrumbs. I mean, I had a little. I, I, that's not true. I had some stuff, but it was from Did you like have a live journal? No. Oh. Uh, it was something else. <gasps> Say no more. Say no more. And anyway, so that's my story. About wow. The, the big pink farmhouse. That's amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Ruth. What's up, Ruth? Yeah. Maybe she's listening on before. She might be. Oh. Oh, thanks. Technology Ruth. goes awesome. to the other side. Well, you know, they do say that. They get bored. No, they do say that like that whatever is in between is somewhat of an electrical current. That's why mm -hmm. some people that experience things that you know could be chalked up to paranormal they sometimes find that it's just that they have atrocious grounding of the electrics in their house and then the second oh, that they yeah, have yeah. electrical work done bloop it all stops mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i've heard that before i live in certain places and yeah. yeah but i do feel you know that that is part of what the energy is it is on a different frequency and mm -hmm. some people it's almost like a dog whistle some people can hear it and some people can't yeah you know mm-hmm Holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. It was cool, but it was also pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what scared me more, though. Like, I think what bothered me the most about it was just not being able to see your damned face. Yeah. I just can't, like, I have weird dreams like that where I can't open my eyes a lot, too, or, like, nightmares and things like that. So whenever I can't, like, see something, it really pisses me off. Do you have sleep paralysis? Um... I've had maybe one or two incidents of that. What What was it like? I mean, like, what What was your experience with it? It's like I had this one weird dream where I don't even know how it was. Like, I can't remember how we got to where we were in the dream, but we were in this huge room with, like, kind of a sacrificial altar. What? And I have weird fucking dreams. I mean, yeah. And um, someone was going to, like, take my mom and, like, put her on this altar and, like, cut her head off or something. So I was like, no, no, no. Uh, let's just, let me switch places with her. Don't kill my mom. So they oh were like, all God. right, whatever. As long as we kill somebody, that's fine. 
I'm paraphrasing. I feel like it was a little more dramatic than this. It was a little bit more involved. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, you know, yeah. a cliff note version of my dumb dreams. Um, and I got up on this, like, cold stone altar. Like, you remember the sensation mm-hmm. of it? Yeah, and Dude, I remember that, laying there. crazy. And they cut my head off with an axe, like, chopped my head off in this dream. And I immediately woke up but could feel nothing from the neck down. And I couldn't move. <gasps> totally serious it's it's hey oh you asked (laughs) dude (laughs) yeah it was really weird it took a while for me to be able to like convince myself that I could you know wiggle wiggle your fingers go ahead and do it we have to like get up you know and I had to stay up a little while and sort of shake it off because it was so vivid yeah like I felt my head get cut off dude super weird but yeah I couldn't move for a little bit after that when I was growing up, I lived in a tiny village in the middle of nowhere, as mm-hmm. I've said. And at the end of our street, it was a dead end street, but we had a big like woods, which is never good. At the end of our street, with the little, and there was a pathway to it from the end, from from down there. And where I lived, like sh- like the Canterbury Tales was written going through where I lived. And William the Conqueror came there. We have there's a lot of flint. In, in that area, oh. in the ground, so we would find flint arrowheads mm-hmm. when we were, you know, tilling the soil to, to plant stuff. And there's a, a little old church that's built out of flint rock, and it's from around 1066 when William the Conqueror, it was a Roman Catholic church. Mm-hmm. So you would hear things at night coming from the woods, and it didn't feel good. There wasn't a good energy. There was a shortcut that we could take through there that we never took, ever. Mm-hmm. It was just... You ran, yeah. you know what I mean. It's just not worth it, right? Cry, yeah, <laughs> right. So there, and I, I feel like that part, that kind of contributed to some things happening. Mm-hmm. So, the house we lived in was like built in the sixties, and um, like the nineteen sixties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, especially it's, with like anything in Europe, we thing. have to be like specific. We it's don't like, have that over here. I, I heard when I moved to America, I heard something that was so like spot on it's that a hundred years in america sounds like a really long time Mm -hmm. but a hundred miles in the uk it's like what is that it's like from london to scotland i don't know i'm not good at geography but you know around here it's like we can easily just drive that we'll take a road trip and it's like no big deal you know but that's exactly what it is but um yeah so our, our house was built in the 60s and you know, when I was growing up, when we moved there, it felt like there were a lot of dark corners. We had giant picture windows in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a sunroom in the back. Didn't matter. It just felt... The light sucked. You never felt yeah. like you were alone in there, right? Mm-hmm. And not a good one. No, not really. Yeah. So, um, I had a hamster. <laughs> it lasted two weeks. Not because it died, but because my dad made me take it back to the pet shop because it bit me and he heard me shout, oh shit. But I was 12 and my dad was of the thinking that I shouldn't use language like that. And if it was going to bite me, yeah, hamsters went back to the pet shop. But the hamster used to escape all the time. As they do, it's a a fucking hamster. So about a week or two after the hamster went back to its original people's I woke up one night, I had the air and cupboard in my room, which the air and cupboard in the UK is where the hot water tank is because that's safe. <laughs> that's oh. what we do. Okay. Yeah. So the hot water tank was in my room and it was like a, like a concertina door. It wasn't a door that opened 
but like in one piece it had a split down the middle so it would you know open like, like the that. slide thing no it just opened like and folded in two yeah yeah that's what i meant oh, i don't yeah. know why I'd exactly yes. yeah okay. so what we both said i woke up in the middle of the night to hear scratching from the inside of it and i just thought it's the hamster the fucking hamster's gotten out and then i realized no i don't have the hamster anymore <gasps> so that happened and then another instance was I woke up to feel someone stroking my forehead. Nope. And the next morning I went downstairs and I asked, I've got an older sister. I asked my sister, which she wouldn't have done that. My older sister would have just slapped me in the head at that point. We didn't, we had a bit of a physical altercation problem. <laughs> She's one of my best friends now, but but no, no one had been in my room that night. And from that point on up until I was maybe in my late 20s. I slept with my head under the blankets. I had to sleep with my head under the blankets because mm. it terrified me oh, 100%. Man. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had like a couple weird things. I remember feeling somebody like kiss my forehead once what? when I was a kid. I remember feeling like they, like as if they leaned down from above me like yeah. if they were standing over my head and bent down to like their top lip was near my eyebrows and then their bottom lip was up by my <sighs> hairline is that i'm trying to explain that for no i get sense, it right yeah. okay um but there was no place to stand like that in my bed they would have come out of the wall my <laughs> bed was against the wall on the the head of it and on the right side so no one could have stood over me and bent down and kissed me like that. But I have a very vivid memory of it happening when I was probably, I don't know, between like six and nine or something. I don't know exactly when. I know that's like a big range, but like weird stuff happened right. in the house I grew up in all the time. So, but yeah, I remember very specifically being like, oh, somebody kissed me. And I always like, it always translated to my great grandmother. Yeah. In my head, like everything that happened in that house, I always blamed, quote unquote, blamed. <laughs> it's your her. fault. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it must have been great grandma. It must have been her, you know. Um, but yeah, like that weird thing where you're like, I don't, okay. I mean, yeah. even if you're being nice. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, like, sleep. When I was in, so when I, I think, I think maybe I'm just going to cut out the front, the top story and we're just going to have dream stuff maybe if you're okay with that and we can use the the top story for something else oh no if we're gonna do dream stuff yeah. we need to do a whole episode because yeah. i have like insane dream stuff to talk about well then yeah let's do that <laughs> and we'll call it only in dreams <sighs> on this episode of well no see but mine is like ghosts and dreams yeah yeah i told you about the dream i had with my Yes. Yeah. Did I tell? But did I tell you the one about my grandfather? Yes. Okay. With your mom? Yes. 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 <laughs> no one knows what the fuck we're talking. That's about. fine because they'll have to yeah. listen to the next episode. Tune in. Suspense. Well, cliffhanger. Thank you for listening to this epic, <laughs> epic yeah. episode. Yeah. Lots of jaw dropping. <laughs> Lots of going way off kilter. But now also because we live in LA, I have to get on the freeway before. And there's a police helicopter trapped. flying over the house right oh, now. Cool. No bigs. Whatever. It's our ambient noise now, man. It's our white machine noise. White machine noise. White noise. <laughs>
whatever. You know what I'm saying. Fuck it. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, all four of you out there. Yes, thank you. Maybe we have five now. <gasps> Maybe. Um, thanks so much. This is The Residuals. I'm Emily. I'm Joy. And uh, until next time, don't be afraid of the dark. Bye-bye.